everybody. This is Rob. You're listening to Talking At You. And today, don't have a whole lot of major topics, just a little everything in general. A lot of it's going to be about the COVID, storms, people helping each other out, stuff like that. So I guess the biggest one, I just overread a conversation on Facebook, someone bitching about Walmart employees and how they're not friendly, not helpful. Now, I'm not a huge Walmart fan. I don't really go there a lot. I used to. Same thing. But people are right now, you can't expect them all to be happy. Now, they're there doing their thing. And yeah, it's for a paycheck. If they didn't have to be there, they wouldn't. But they're there. So when you're at the checkout line or making a return or something like that, and someone's not just all full of happiness and rainbows it's because they're dealing with stuff too it's not just you having a hard day because you can't return your dvd these people they're they're going through some shit we're going through some shit we get the benefit if we're lucky enough to go shopping come home for the rest of the day they got to deal with the rest of the hundreds that need the stupidest stuff in order to survive maybe next time decide to complain or write a bad review maybe you wanna ask the person how their day is going and sometimes just talking those per- that person venting to you telling you about their day whether you give a shit about it or not is all they needed and they can move on just reach out to people that you notice are in bad moods or not feeling quite right and you can tell and sometimes you can't you know with the masks and everything people just aren't noticing smiles anymore and you can't tell someone's attitude so you got to go a little over and beyond you can't just crack a joke and smile or just grin you know something like that it gives someone an idea that things are okay they don't all they see is your eyes you can't always tell someone's happy when they're staring at you so yeah, so just keep a uh, eye open. You know, if you see somebody in a bad mood, take care of it. You don't got to be a dick just because they're a dick. Sometimes they just need somebody to talk to. I myself, I have a lot of experience in retail and helping the community. I myself, I've worked retail. I'm still in the business of dealing with people. Um, I do my own business now, so it's not as large of a scale as it was. But in a retail scenario... In most cases, people hire you because you're good-natured, um, you've got a nice smile, you're good with people, you know, things that you should be getting hired for on top of your skills. But in retail, you're expected to be happy all the time, and most of the time that's possible in normal times. But right now, we're not in those times. And before that, you know, I've, like I said, I've worked in retail. I've seen people through places that I've worked. I've seen places where I've shopped you know all these people get hired because of their good nature like I said and it's just over time it could be bad bad management that you know you get these certain bosses you know whatever that think they just are the gods of the business and they know everything there is to know and it it does weigh down on the employees when if they're in a position where they have a say and they're disregarded because there's a lowly employee, people will stop caring if they're not being listened to. A lot of employers just look at these people as slaves. And once these people get that mindset, they don't want to do the job no more. You got to treat your employees right if you want them to treat the customers right. 
because they're just taking their home baggage, adding it to their work baggage, and it's just compiling all day long. Because it's not like they have someone to sit there and talk to. So before you explode, yell at them or whatever, just take a second to maybe ask them how their day is, how things are going. They may answer with piss off, it's none of your business, then it's none of your business. At least they know you halfway cared. So whatever, do your part, try. If it comes back at you, don't worry about it. It's not like them not liking you is going to matter. Just consider people might not be having a good day. And that's all there really is on that. And another subject, I guess, is uh, the COVID vaccine. Now, there's a lot of people going both ways on this. I'm one of them. I'm probably going to get it because I don't really care. Uh, I've never had the flu shot. I've never had anything outside of, uh, you know, chicken pox or whatever mandatory vaccine that I'm sure at some point everybody fought too. So, but yeah, there's people out there just struggling to find a place to get a vaccine. Um, in my area, we have a lot of Native American tribes, so they they have different access to it than our standard hospitals. So they're allowed to distribute it when other places can't do anything with it. Like if someone goes in there and they got 10 set aside and only six people show up, they can't just give it to you uh, or the tribe. They can do that. As long as they have all their people vaccinated that wanted it, they can actually start deciding who next gets it, which has been great. Uh, better than throwing it away. Now, there's some people that say why um that's not necessary but anybody can get this should get it um if you don't that's your call uh, there gonna be more than enough people are gonna have it it's just like the flu um you can't expect everybody to get it but enough it'll matter so um like i said i'm gonna get it i'm not worried about it causing any major damage i mean i've had tetanus shots they cause swelling in my arm pain for a couple days Never got the bruise, but it can cause bruises. I mean, there's much worse vaccines out there that cause much worse things. So if you do get sick from it, that's part of the process. I mean, that's saving you from if you did get it, that it would be even worse than that. So that's good to get it. And those that think they've already had it, maybe. But if you've already had it and it had no effect on you, who's to say that's a good thing? Maybe the... I don't know. Maybe that's the way it's supposed to work. Not huge on throwing out conspiracy theories. I like making them up, but I'm not going to go advertising them. But if you want to think that this is a man-made virus, then the idea of it killing us isn't a very good long-term solution. Now, I'd have to assume if someone wanted to design a virus to affect the world and change humanity it'd be one that people didn't know they even had. So chances are the effects it's having on everybody, that wasn't supposed to happen. Maybe we're all supposed to just go about our daily life. Nothing is supposed to get us sick or kill us. And the ones that are, are the ones that, I don't know, maybe in the end they're the lucky ones. Who knows? Because this could cause anything. I mean, it could be a... A virus that kills any chance then of having kids in the future. We don't know until we start noticing a decline in po 
population when babies aren't being born and stuff like that. We won't know until we start noticing it. Or maybe it's a virus that makes us all lose life expectancy by 10 years. Maybe we're all going to start dying in our 70s instead of 80s and 90s or earlier. So to just say you've had it, you don't need the vaccine, that's that's not even accurate. You're not a scientist. Until someone says having it for sure means you're not going to have long-term effects, I'm getting my vaccine because it's not going to hurt me any more than getting some odd virus will. So I'm not pushing it. I'm just saying don't just disregard it. And you probably didn't have COVID. Just be safe. Don't want to wear a mask? Don't wear a mask. I mean, chances are you don't have the right one anyway, so it's not going to do you any damn good. Right, I probably shouldn't say that, but it's true. If you just got a paper mask and there's holes in the side of it, or if your breath is going out, breath is coming in. And what else was there? People that are shaming each other. It's like, you can't win on this for some reason. If you get the vaccine, people shame you because... I don't know, you're a sheep, you drank the Kool-Aid, that goes both ways. I don't really understand the whole sheep and Kool-Aid thing. But you can't shame a person for getting a vaccine. They're basically doing it so you don't have to. And that's the flu shot. That's how it works. I don't intend every single person to get this thing. You should be happy they got it because you didn't have to. Now, the only thing they pretty much know is if two people with a vaccine get together... Chances are nothing's going to happen. Now, a person with the vaccine, without the vaccine, it's still, it's only 60-some percent effective in a scenario where two people with a vaccine won't get infected. Now, where there's one person with it and one person without the vaccine, chances are that person with the vaccine can still, I don't know, have residue or something and transfer it to the person that doesn't have a vaccine and the person that doesn't have the vaccine can for sure move it around so they're just bringing it to that person to that person's home all of that is bad so and maybe it's not a bad thing maybe this is all hype and we're just all being very cautious i have to look at just other countries stuff like that you know china's been doing masks for years and I get it. Their air quality is horrible. And I'm sure ours isn't super awesome. They're not just wearing masks for fashion. They're in the places where the worst of the worst things happen as far as airborne stuff. If they're wearing it, if this thing came from there, I'm pretty sure we should be at least taking some precautions. Wash your hands. I mean, that's kind of impossible in all scenarios. Bring hand sanitizer and lotion because you're going to dry your hands out bad. I don't know. Just if you're going to have get-togethers, be smart. I mean, you may not have had it. You don't have to go out looking to get it. So it's simple. I mean, I've, as far as I know, I haven't had it yet. I'm not planning to get it. And I do enjoy knowing that out of everybody that's had it, I get to say that I didn't. So down the road when all this stuff takes effect i get to sit back knowing that i get to say i told you so i guess so i plan to live a long life i can't have kids anymore which 
I guess, good for me. I'm more worried about my kids not being able to have the kids. So but that's something we won't know until years from now. Don't just shame each other. No one's getting anywhere with that. If you think you're going to save the world and your voice matters, go out there and do your thing. But if it's just making angry anger and pissing people, people off, then leave it alone. You're not important enough to make a difference. If you don't want to wear the mask, don't wear it. If they shame you, these people aren't your friends anyways. If someone in public shames you, what do you care? You don't know them. And do what you got to do. Wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Just don't go out looking for it. There's no point in trying to be a spreader for no reason. You know, Events are getting canceled. That sucks. Um, don't try to go to all these bootleg events that re-duplicate what you're missing out on because you're not missing out on nothing. It's just something you don't get to do this time. Another one, a touchy one, especially around this area, um, is kids' sports. Now, I kind of understand adult sports, professional sports, because that's their job. That's what they're paid to do. They, It's just like any other job. They have to do it. There's legal obligations, cable companies, um, sponsorships, stuff like that. I mean, that's something they kind of have to do. Now, kids, they don't have to do that. There's nothing in a grade school career, I guess, that a kid has to play basketball that year. No one's going to care. The only difference is the parents don't get to relive their childhood through their kids and be that parent in the stands that's important for that game. So if you're using your kids for your own social well-being, that's a horrible thing. Now, if your kid is absolutely distraught because they can't play basketball, like if they genuinely like playing the sport for only playing the sport, then buy them a basketball net. It's really not a hard thing to do. And if they don't, what are they even playing for? If it's not for fun, if you can't play it in the yard, play it with your siblings. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even saying you can't play backyard basketball to your friends. As long as they wear the masks or it's mutual that, I don't know, that everybody's got some kind of agreement, some kind of plan. We can figure this stuff out without people telling us how to do it. Then yeah, I get it. Kids want to see other kids. They want to play with their friends, which maybe, maybe that's fine don't want to do like all 30 friends at once but it can be controlled the problem is people don't want to control it they want to live life and like nothing's wrong and then bitch about why the numbers are going up or why we have all these restrictions this could have been very easily a two to three week process it could have been killed right from the beginning but the minute you tell somebody no you you can't do that this skyrockets they want to do it and this is people feeding in to the government. Now, this probably would have ended a long time ago, but now government can see that there's a market here. As soon as you tell somebody they can't do something, what's the first thing they do? They rush to that thing once it opens. You say you can't go to restaurants. What do you think is going to happen when these restaurants are open 100%? They are going to get flooded. Now, the problem is people are going to flood them for... I don't know, the first maybe even six months. I guess in three months until they finally realize they didn't go to restaurants all that much. So it could be another crash of the economy because everybody's going to flood it at once and then slowly go back to normal. 
And all these places are going to be used to the big business that eventually goes down to nothing again. So it's not, it's not COVID killing businesses, stuff like that. These businesses, some of them were already on their way out. It just got sped up versus the long term. So that's a community thing. If you want to keep your business alive, shop them. Do them just like you normally would, just with the precautions. If it's a takeout restaurant now, just go there as a takeout. If you were there every day at lunchtime, do takeout every day at lunchtime. Give a big tip and move on. The uh, constant, in theory, people going in and out on a steady basis versus sitting there for an hour and then waiting for you to leave so they can put somebody in that table would actually make them more money having a constant turnaround. There's no cleaning the table. There's no waiting for you to eat your dessert. They're just serving food back to back over and over again. So that's a community thing. That's nothing to do with these restaurants having lower capacity or not being able to have anybody at all. So they should be making a lot more money. Now, if you want to go get takeout and don't give many tips because they didn't do anything as far as you're concerned, you're a dick and you shouldn't be allowed to shop there. So do what you got to do, do what you normally did, just do it differently. It's not a hard thing to do. You'll realize you probably didn't do as many things as you thought you did until you were told not to. This is a lot of bitching, I'm sorry, but I'm tired of constantly listening to people on Facebook talking about all this stuff they used to do that they can't do now which is crazy. You go back, you look at their Facebooks, and they didn't do anything. They've got nothing in their albums. They've got nothing where they went out with their kids to these events or did anything. They're just bitching because they're being told what to do. And they're being told what to do because us as a society can't make good decisions. We're, we're just selfish people. That's where we've become. So now I don't want to come off sounding like people are bad people, are whole society is ruined it's not uh texas they went through a massive snowstorm ice storm stuff they were just not even close to prepared for now me in michigan we all sit back like and what the hell's the problem you know break out snow shovels move on with your day now that's not the case i mean i get it it's fun to joke and say what's what's wrong with these people how come they can't figure out a simple snowstorm Problem is, it's just a different area, different building codes. Um, why would you prepare a house for a winter that's never going to happen? Now, not now, they might be. So what I noticed from all this, you know, they didn't at first do a whole lot. They thought it was more just a funny thing that was going to play out and go away, which normally it does. Interested that how much of these people came together. Now these Texans, you know, they're proud Texas. We handle our own, um, screw you, I'll do my own thing. But when it comes down to it, they, they do help out each other quite a lot. I mean, they were pulling semis out of the ditches. They were helping people fix their house. They were just coming out of the woodwork. You know, once you get over that screw you mentality and everybody's on their own, I'm not going to accept help from somebody. You realize as humans, we help each other. If you don't help each other, society will fall. And that's what saved them. They, they saved each other. Um, asking for help is not a bad thing. And 
It all stems from one person doing the right thing. Someone stepped in, said, can I help? Or they forced the help on somebody. They just grabbed their tow rope and started pulling. But stuff like that, it just takes one person with the right attitude to change a whole scenario. Because I'm sure a lot of these people were just pissed, stressed, freaking out. It just took that one, that one guy, that one woman that just said, no, I'm not dealing with this. I'm just going to help out and get on my day. So it's a chain reaction. Just be nice to people. Don't go your way to piss them off. These are just regular people that just need a helping hand once in a while. It doesn't have to be a handout. Just help. Speaking of taxes, I don't know. This might be kind of on a funnier note. I don't know. It's kind of a weird conspiracy I've been noticing. Uh, I don't know if they're just not used to the snow, but they got this thing where they burn it. And, you know, like I said, from Michigan, we just look at this stuff and they go, what the, what the hell? Um, they basically you know, compact it into a hard ball and then put fire to it. Now, I know if you don't know much about snow, that's fine. But when you do that, you know, snow is an insulator. So when you pack it that hard and burn it, it's not going to melt. I mean, it, it's going to eventually melt, but it's going to put up a pretty good fight. And when you have a flame on a snowball or really anything that doesn't burn right away, it gets a black soot from the flame. It's not the snowball. And what else was it? There's people boiling, boiling snow, getting, I don't know, some of it, you wonder if it's real or not, but they get like the blue liquid or they get like a tons of dirt or just all kinds of just nasty stuff in it. And all I could think of is, well, yeah, don't eat your snow. I mean, that's just a, I do it. Kids do it. I mean, it, it tastes delicious. But if you're getting that in your snow, that's probably in your air. That's not some magical snow. That's this crap you're breathing. That's coming down out of the air, formed in a crystal. And when you melt it, you're basically, <laughs> that's why they say, boil the snow, you're going to eat it. It's just like water. I wouldn't eat it even after boiling it, even though our snow appears a lot cleaner. I mean, you can actually boil ours and it's clear. So there's also, I don't know if you noticed, I don't know if they have it in Texas, but in Michigan here anyways, there's actually a thing we call snow, snow lice or snow fleas. Depends where you're from up here, but you can actually, if you look at it, it looks like little black specks like you just think it's just just dirt or something but they move no it doesn't cause any damage i'm sure you probably can eat them it's not going to hurt nothing it's not actual lice or fleas but it's gross so keep an eye on that if you're going to eat your snow what else was it there was uh people that showed pictures of weird looking snow like there's this one i've never really seen it before but it's almost like packing material like shredded paper now with the intense cold they had, now I don't know, I didn't check this out, maybe you can fact check it, but I'm pretty sure when the precipitation comes down and it flash freezes that fast, it's gonna form weird snow. It's not gonna have a chance to just to take time to crystallize. It's gonna be like a flash, like a raindrop came down, boom. It's, it's, uh, it's snow. So that's my best explanation. You can check into that. That's the only thing I've seen that is a little odd. Now, they've shown other pictures of snow. They're trying to say the government 
has a weather machine that's causing all these snow and ice storms and who knows maybe they do i mean they used to have they have technology has been around forever that they can fly a plane to a cloud and create rain you know for drought areas and you know, farms and stuff and i don't know how how it works or what kind of scale it does it on but i don't think they're going out there making snowstorms now who knows i'm also not a professional on conspiracy theories and i'm sure they're not going to say yeah we did this so they're not going to be like anywhere you can go look this up and i'll probably do a conspiracy theory episode because they're fun to talk about so check me out for those ones anyways i can't really imagine government is doing that so don't assume just because it's on facebook or some backwoods news program that this stuff's real just go about your day fix your house get your shit in order make sure kids aren't stressed and they're calm they're really the ones going through the most right now another thing i thought was odd and you get all these houses in texas and it's like the second floors are leaking now i don't know I've never had an issue to the point where it leaked that bad. Like most of the time it's in our crawl spaces or basements. That's where the cold weather is. And most of the houses are insulated to the point where you can catch it before it gets that bad. So I'm not sure if they just waited. I mean, some of these ceilings, they were so bad. You can usually tell a water leak within, I don't know, 20 minutes. Like you can see there's something's not right. But when you wait for it flexing off down the ceiling, that's your own doing. You let it get that bad. So I'm not sure if there's like awesome insurance in Texas where people let their houses get bad. But there's got to be water shutoffs. If it's flowing, you can still shut it off. And if it's not, then you might want to go to the plumbing store and get some stuff right away. Because if it's not running, you're not too far off from a burst pipe. And... There's lots of ways to address it before it happens. And I'm sure now Texas will be well equipped for it. Chances are, who knows, their Home Depots might not be prepared. They might not have had the right fittings, which plumbing's plumbing. They should have had they should have everything you need. So, like I said, this was gonna be kind of an episode of just me venting and talking about things I've seen online that just surprised me. My opinion is my opinion. Yours is yours. You're free to comment or suggest anything on any of the formats that'll take it, I guess. I mean, I also have my Facebook page and there's a TikTok one, but that's more of me just putting stupid stuff out there for advertising. So, yeah, try all those avenues if you want to leave me a comment, whoever does it. I think apple or some other places do it and subscribe if you can you can enjoy more endless rants like this which are far and in between I, i'm going to be getting more into interviews stuff like that so it's more less me bitching about stuff on my mind versus just talking to people and seeing what makes them the way they are and if you want to be on a show if you think you got a good story Drop me a line. I'll definitely check it out. I'm always looking for somebody's perspective on things. And on that note, I guess I'll call it good and uh, get working on the next episode. So it's fun talking at you. Uh, my name's Rob, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks and bye.